Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you on this Sunday night. Very good spirits, eh? The Eagles with a big win on the road, their fourth victory away from Lincoln Financial Field. And this one, the most impressive of this 2021 season. Final score, Eagles 30, Denver 13, and Philadelphia doing it in every phase of the game. The offense again balanced, rolling to 214 yards on the ground. Jalen Hurts in the air, 16 of 23, 178 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Denver, five trips to the red zone. The defense holding the Broncos to just one touchdown in those five trips. Big-time effort from the Eagles' defense. And then the special teams, a blocked field goal from Kayvon Wallace and the Eagles getting three field goals from Jake Elliott. It all adds up to a win, a big win, a huge win. So let's get you caught up with some of the highlights and get you into the locker room for some instant reaction from the Eagles, who are now four and six with the Saints coming to town on Sunday. Eagles starting it out early, moving the football well, and Jake Elliott's field goal capping the first drive. A 10-play, 63-yard drive, not bad, but you know, you want to get a touchdown out of that, right? Well, the second time the Eagles had the football, they made it happen. Nine plays, 80 yards. The final play, Jalen Hurts rolling right from the 36-yard line, throwing it to the right side of the end zone where Devontae Smith did the rest. Here's the call from Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. First and 10. Hurts lines them up again. He's at the 35. He fakes. He rolls. He looks. He is going deep. And it is caught. And it is a touchdown to Devontae Smith. He took it. He took it away from the Broncos. 36-yard pass. It's a double move. He runs a little out and up on the outside against the number one draft pick, Patrick Sertan. And he just goes up over him, and he takes the football away. So the Eagles were off to a 10-0 lead in the first quarter. Denver came back to tie it at 10-all. And then it was again Hertz and Smith connecting from five yards away, capping a 12-play, 75-yard drive. Back goes Hertz. He steps up. He fires. Complete. Touchdown to Vontae Smith, his second of the game. Just for good measure, at the end of the first half, Jake Elliott, a 52-yard field goal. And it was 20-10 at the half. Denver came back, though, in the third quarter, and it got a little bit hairy. A field goal from Brandon McManus made it 20-13. And then the Broncos picking off Hurts and reaching the Eagles uh, in the Eagles' territory in the third quarter, only up a touchdown. And all of a sudden, Denver has the football, first and 10 at the Philadelphia 32-yard line. A few plays later, it was fourth and one, and the defense stepping up. Davion Taylor making the strip, and Darius Slay with the sizzle. Under center this time is Bridgewater with Melvin Gordon behind him. Fourth and one. He gives to Gordon, and Gordon is knocked down. Football comes loose. Eagles come up with it. Slay picks it up. Slay running with the ball, and Slay takes off to the far side of the field, to the 30, to the 40. Slay running away from people. Slay at the 40. The 30, the 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Darius Slay. <laughs> that sensational play on the final play of the third quarter made it 27-13. Eagles in the driver's seat. 
just for good measure, Elliott, 23-yard field goal midway through the fourth quarter, and that was it. Some numbers for you to digest here, uh, some impressive ones. Once again, that run game, dominant, 214 yards on the ground. Jordan Howard, 12 carries, 83 yards. Boston Scott, 11 and 81. And how about Hertz, 14 carries, 53 yards. Doing it all, once again. He had a giveaway, but otherwise pretty perfect for Hertz. Um, some really good stuff here. All right, let's get some instant reaction. I spoke to TJ Edwards after the game, and he was a big player again around the football. He and Taylor making it happen at the linebacker position. TJ Edwards thrilled with the efforts, and obviously the Eagles pumped up after this win. How was the locker room after that game? I can imagine the fun you were having. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, it was awesome. Just an absolute team win on all phases, you know, offense, defense, special teams. Um, just making plays when we needed them and um, guys just flying around having fun and it was just it was good to be out there you know obviously the locker room's a party so it was a great time uh, okay so coming in what were the priorities to take away from Denver I think we just wanted to take away some of his first reads um, we know Teddy's just such a poised guy in the pocket and uh, he does such a good job moving the ball uh, moving hook defenders with his eyes and also their run game is very strong and they're very you know they're very they know what they want to do in the run game so trying to take some of that away while also trying to make him have to get to the second and third read, which was big for us this week. And uh, when we do that, you know, the big guys up front get to do what they do, and that's when uh, we're at our best. Denver was at, in the red zone five times. They scored one touchdown. What does that mean to you, TJ? Yeah, I mean, we just we got down there. We knew it was just bend and don't break. And, um, you had guys, just, you could feel it. You know, when I got in the huddle and was making the calls, you could feel the guys just wanting to, make a play and wanting to um, stop the drive, you know, just because we knew, you know, last game we had a bit of taste in our mouth. So coming out in the red zone and obviously holding them the points is, is big time. So we, we definitely needed that. Super key moment, late third quarter, interception, Denver has the football at your 23-yard line, fourth and one. Um, tell me what, ha- what happened on that play from your perspective. The fumble? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, – we were just in our short yard of defense and – um, you know, we knew that we had to get some punches on the ball, and uh, I thought all all day we were doing a good job of that, but we finally got one loose. Couldn't tell who it was. Looked like Davion uh, from my perspective, but um, just seeing play, you know, big play play, making plays with the ball, and it was awesome to see kind of everyone just trying to throw a block and felt like the longest play of my life, but it, it was awesome to see him in the end zone and celebrating after. So it was a big-time play. Why did it feel like the longest play of your life? Uh, just when, you know, Slay got the ball, I knew he was going to try to make people miss, and um, you never really know where he's going to go. So it was it was, uh, it was, was awesome, though. I mean, just guys running around trying to make blocks for him, and um, you know, especially after kind of a long drive. Guys were tired, but uh, just throwing blocks because we wanted to get in that end zone really bad, and he was you know, just doing what Slay does, making big plays, and he got in there. TJ, from your standpoint, how much has it helped you to get all these reps? I mean, once again – you're around the football the entire game. Your level of comfort must be very high. I mean, just kind of go through it with me, how everybody talks about more reps, more reps, more reps, where you're getting them, and you're being really productive yep. with those reps. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I think it just helps get into a rhythm of the game. Um, you know, you kind of get a feel of how the offense is trying to attack us that day, and um, you get a feel for how the guys next to you are playing things, how they're seeing things, and I think that builds and builds uh, just some different more reps and the more opportunities you get, so... Um, you know, hopefully more of the same to come, but at the end of the day, I'll be ready for whatever role I have. And 
Uh, it just felt good to go out there today and get a big-time win. Any special prep for the altitude in this game? Do you guys drink a lot of, more more hydration or any sort of change to your diet during the week? Um, n- nothing too crazy. We were taking uh, beat shots to try to help with uh, something with the blood oxygen levels in us, but I think you know we tried to be here for a short amount of time so that guys weren't in the weren't in the elevation for too long. I think that helps a lot. Uh, you didn't see too many people struggling or anything like that. You just saw guys with a will to to win. It felt like the whole team didn't really didn't really care care what the altitude was or anything like that. We wanted to win, and we knew that's what we needed to get. Is this a big big win for you? How big is this win? Put it in perspective. Yeah, I think it's massive. I just think uh, we knew that we had to put some really good football on tape, and guys were just hungry all week, you know, pissed off, upset that uh, we're not seeing the results that we know that we can we can provide. So just coming out there and you know, it still wasn't perfect, but it never is. Um, but we knew that we just if we did what we had to do, you know, read our keys, played together, had each other's back, that we come out and win, and it felt great, it felt really good. And finally, TJ, what was the key to? stopping a running game that had just last week destroyed the Cowboys? I think just getting multiple hats to the ball. Uh, you know, they have they do a great job with their own line and working up combinations for the backers and, um, you know, trying to work different box counts. But getting populations to the ball to get these really good running backs they have down, and, uh, that was a huge point of emphasis for us. We knew that they could make a lot of plays uh, if we gave them any type of space. And, um, they hit us for a couple early, and we knew we had to, uh, you know, just read our keys and, and do what we're supposed to do, and I think that was a, a big turning point for us. We knew we had to stop the run, but we knew that they can get the third down, and our big guys can go eat. Slay had his second scoop and score of the season. The first one came in Detroit, and he said that there was no doubt that he recovered the fumble, one that could have been, as Nick Sirianni said, a country fumble, which is one where you're kind of in the clear, and you have a chance to return it, or a city fumble where you fall on the football and just take control of it. Well, for Slay, it was just a little bit of both, as he said. His intention, once he got the rock, was to go for six. Well, actually, when I saw the ball, I saw the lineman finna grab it. The, uh, they uh, offensive lineman finna grab it. I just snatched it out of his hand quick. Like, nah, give me that. Mines. <laughs> Tug. That was a big play, man. Um, Shoot. Uh, Davion made a good punch out, man. Uh, you know, just trying to change the game, man. I, um. That's a big time of game change to play for him. And, you know, I, uh, you know, of course, I finish it off. But that was a good time and a good moment for us, man. And, you know, put the, uh, put the pressure back on their offense and take the pressure off our offense. And, uh, you know, today we played in all three phases well today, man. Um, we just did better in the red zone, holding the three points that he touched down about two or three times. Uh, offense going down there, getting points. Uh, shoot, I think well, our offense probably had one three and out. And, you know, so that was that was a blessing. Down they control the clock, you know, especially in this altitude. I was tired. Oh man, I felt like it took me like at least thirty minutes. I was really tired. And then the monkey got on my back. Back got tight. Oh my goodness. Uh, I knew I was going because the fact that I knew it was like thirteen personnel, so it had nothing but fat guys out there. So I'm like, I caught the ball. I said, Oh man, it's only but thirteen. So nothing but these big guys. They ain't catching me. I'm going. I'm like, I'm gonna return it every time. Slay became just the fourth player in franchise history to record two fumble recovery touchdowns in a single season. Joining, hey, if you can answer this question, then you are pretty smart. Jaquay Parker, 2011. Kevin Curtis, 2007, after completed passes. That's a weird one. And Seth Joyner in 1991. The 82-yard return, the eighth longest fumble recovery 
for a touchdown in Eagles history. Longest since Walter Thurmond in uh, 2016, 83-yard fumble recovery against the New York football giants. More, though, uh, Jalen Hurts, terrific performance from him, and he talked after the game about growth and about trusting his receivers and about how this whole thing has just been about working hard, believing in each other, and making progress day after day. Well, we end up uh, running, kind of running the same play um, repeatedly until we got the look we wanted, and um, we took advantage of the look. Devontae went up there and made a spectacular catch on the ball, got, got down, maintained position on the ball, and we got a touchdown. So that was a big, a big start and a big spark for us. Um, obviously, want to come out the first drive and finish after a, a, a great drive, opening drive like that, finishing in the red zone. But um, that's just a great play by Smitty. Uh, like I said, coming out, um, scoring on the first drive was very important to me. That's something we didn't do. Um, and I think um, they, they, they presented some different looks to us, um, sent, sent a lot of pressure in, in, in moments of the game. And I think, I think there were definitely highs in it, and I think there were lows in it. And um, the good, bad, and the ugly, we're going to learn from it. So I continue to learn from it and grow from it. Yeah. Throwing from the pocket, it ain't like it's something that I can't do. I mean, some. You know, I think I do very well. It's just, I, I guess, just taking advantage of it. Um, th- third down, you know, they're high rushing, trying to get me to escape out of there. They're giving me more time to stay in the pocket. So, um, took advantage of it today. Yeah, I, I think I think we just have a talented crew. Um, and you know, I, I've said it. I've said it early on. Um, you know, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, and, it, and it seems like we're finding that groove. We're making that progress that we want to make as a football team and as an offense. So we just want to go out there and be uh, consistent in whatever it is we decide to attack the defense, whether it be throwing it 40 times, um, running it 40 times, whatever it is, we want to be efficient. Um, and, and when you're efficient as a football team, as an offense, and how you attack, good things happen. Hurts now has six multi-touchdown passing games in 14 starts. Second in Eagles history behind only Sonny Jurgensen, who had eight back in the 1960s. He's also recorded 50 rushing yards in four consecutive games, the first time that's happened since Michael Vick in 2011. Lane Johnson, Eagles right tackle, loving all of this running play stuff. The run game, something that uh, offensive linemen certainly love, something that Lane, frankly, as he said, hasn't seen a, a whole lot of in his time as the Eagles. That was good. You know, we got some big boys on the line now. You know, you look at the left side and Landon and Jordan, and those guys getting healthy and, man, just some big humans <laughs> moving some people. Kelsey, I mean, all, all the guys. So, like I said, man, I, I think he's he's very composed. He's, he's always composed. He's never, never seen him get too cheerful about stuff or, or down. So, yeah, really, every day he's like that. So, just been consistent. He works hard. And, uh, Leads our team uh, practice every day. Man, really, the second half we're all sucking wind. We're just trying to take one play at a time. But yeah, I mean, I know they were, you know, the more reps those, the young guys get, uh, the better football players they're going to become. You know, it's a lot how usually when I was young, rookie year, you know, you take your losses, learn from them, and move on. But yet, I mean, Tyree's a beast. I mean, you see a guy that's really, you know, built, you know, like a Jimmy Graham type. I mean, uh, Jack coming in, has done a great job in the blocking game uh, really all year. So, 
Uh, I saw him pick it up, and I saw him fumble it, and I saw him pick up again, and then I just turned away, and then I saw I saw him make a move, and I turned away again. I just saw the crowd going nuts, and I saw uh, Coach Rock, and I hugged him, and uh, yeah, it was a that turned the the momentum totally in, in, in the game. Heading back to the defense, just a, a great moment for Davion Taylor, who played his college football at the University of Colorado in Boulder, made his way back to the state where he played his college ball as a starter. And it was a special time for Taylor, who had that big strip that Slay recovered. Here's a little bit of Davion Taylor talking to the media after the game. Uh, I didn't even feel it, to be honest. I, I didn't know until uh, after the play when I looked up to the screen and uh, and I saw the ball on the ground and Slay taking it back for a touchdown. And it was just uh, good to make a big-time play in a uh, state that I done played in, in the stadium I done played in before. So that was my main thing is just making sure I came back and just did a great job. And that's what, that's what I did. What was that like? Yeah, as soon as I uh, stepped on the, uh, stepped off the bus, I put my bags down in the locker room and walked around the field probably twice. And like I was just imagining uh, just my, my past games here, and I was imagining the stadium full of fans and everything when I played here at CU. And, um, and I just embraced it all. I was like, yeah, like now my dream is coming true. Like, I get to play now uh, in the stadium. I told myself I was going to play in, in an NFL game. And like I really uh, saw my dreams come true today, uh, and it was really a blessing. Uh, it was great. I, he always going to make some moves, and he always going to make sure he gets some uh, yards when he get the ball. And uh, I mean, when I saw the ball rolling on the ground. I saw him grab it. I tried to make a block, but he was making so many moves, I didn't know who to block, to be honest. So, uh, and then I just saw him break, and I was just looking. I was just like, yep, he's gone. Ain't nobody going to catch him because I know the speed he has. And he really showed it tonight. And uh, it was just good to, to see him get that touchdown after I forced that fumble. Head coach Nick Sirianni absolutely couldn't say enough great things about all three phases of the game. Here is the best of what the head coach had to say as he met the media following the Eagles' 30-13 to victory. Getting better, 1% better every day, getting a little bit better every day, and he just continues to get better. So, you know, I just he just did some really good things in that game. And, you know, right before the the – the double move we made to uh, Devonte, he made a couple of really good checks. Um, and and the, the third down, and I don't know, was it 12, 13? That's a big time play. And we needed that at that time. You know, we were talking on the sideline like, hey, we're up three nothing. Defense just got to stop. Let's get up 10 on somebody, right? And I don't know, that's always the goal, right? But the, and he really got us out of the hole. You know, we, you know, you want the call back to, to Rager. They played a different uh, little defense than we, we thought. And he got us out of the hole, and that's what good quarterbacks do. And he, he did a really good job today. Right? You just all, you know, again, you always have to adjust to what people are doing and taking away. Um, but to be able to run the ball for what do we have, 200? Right, to be able to do that against a, uh, a defense of that caliber, because like, that's a good defense, right? And they've, they've shown that they're a good defense. But to be able to do that, like, that's, that's about those guys in the locker room. And it starts with those guys up front, led by Jason Kelsey, um, Lane, Lane Johnson. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I want to mention all of them, I, but they all did a great job. Anytime, and so you know, like, anytime you rush for over 200 yards, the offense, you, so you don't have to ask me who got a game ball, the offensive line will get a game ball. Because um, they, they did a great job, and, and we'll have to see. I, probably Jane will get a game ball, too. And it was a good birthday there for uh, Devontae to have two touchdowns. You know, he's longer than you think, too, right? I mean, I know what his height is, but he's got long arms. And, and so and he's just a good football player. He just went up and got it. And, you know, he's had a lot of reps against uh, Patrick Sertain. Patrick Sertain's a really good football player. Um, I, 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 he's going to be a good player in this league for a long time. Um, but he just went up, and Jalen gave him an opportunity to make a play, put it on the right spot, and he just went up and made a play. And he ran some really good routes today too, uh, just on some uh, under routes and, and some things like that. So, you know, he showed it both ways today. Uh, and Jalen was able to get him the ball. It was, it was, it was a good game by Devontae, and uh, he, he, played, he played his tail off. 
Now for some perspective from the radio booth, let's go to Marilyn. Mike first. Mike Quick, who marvels, of course, at Devontae Smith, and we talked about this way before the season began, how Quick thought that there was superstardom written all over number six. Well, it has turned out to be that way for Smith. Four catches, 66 yards, two touchdowns on the day. Smith is having himself quite a fine season in his rookie year in the NFL. Are you surprised? Tenth round or the tenth pick overall in the draft, and he has been pretty much everything the Eagles thought he would be. Not the biggest player, right? But he has played extremely large. He's got 42 catches, 603 yards, and four touchdowns in 10 games. Here's quick six talking about the Eagles' most complete win of 2021. Oh, I thought it was really big. Uh, just in the growth of this football team, I think it's a win that they really needed. And uh, just to watch the offense as it's, in my mind, starting to really round into what it can be, um, I thought it was really good. And defensively, I thought they did some things to, today that uh, we hadn't seen in some of the coverages and the way they switched things up on the back end of their defense. Um, I like it because I think I'm, I'm seeing a lot of growth. We've talked about the offense through the year, and uh, we were wondering, hey, when we're, we're going to find the identity, have we learned what the identity of this offense is? I truly believe that they are playing now to what the strength of their personnel is, and that is they've got a, one of the best old lines in football when you want to run the ball. Um, They've discovered that Jordan Howard still has a lot left in the tank. And with Jordan Howard running the ball behind this big offensive line and then a change-up like Boston Scott, that can be a really effective duo in the run game. And when you're able to do that, it really just opens up the passing game and some one-on-one opportunities in the passing game. Mike, let's talk about some of the big plays in the passing game we saw. Devontae with two touchdown receptions, the first one spectacular. Like you've done it. You've gone up and, and gone over a cornerback in an NFL game. What what does that play tell you about Devontae? How difficult is it to go high point it and keep your body under control and land in bounds? Well, when you're a great athlete like he is, and he's certainly a great athlete, it's just a matter of wanting to do it. Um and he has the want to, he has the skills to do it, and when that ball is in the air there's nothing else that matters to him. When you go after a ball and you make that kind of play, that just tells me clearly that nothing else in the world matters to him at that time except connecting with that football. He's been really good in the red zone also. Um, why is that? What, what does it take to be good in the red zone? Well, I think he knows a lot of football. For such a young guy, he studies the game. He, he's such a student of the game, and he's a really polished route runner. And when you're as polished as he is, when you have the hands that he has and the knowledge that he has and the knowledge that he's gaining, it just makes it tough on defenders to to even guard a guy like that. He understands man coverage and how to beat man coverage. He understands when you're when he's faced with the zone and what to do versus a zone coverage. Let's talk one real quick second here about the defense and linebackers specifically. For years we've been wondering about linebackers and looking for linebackers to step up, and it appears that TJ and Davion have stepped up. Your thoughts on those two? I think they both are growing in this defense. Um, 
again, they're, they're guys that we didn't see a lot of them in the early goings of this season, but now they're getting most of the snaps, and it's paying off. They, they're getting comfortable in the defense. You know, think about a guy like Davion, who hasn't played a lot of football, but he's really showing up. He shows up that he's a great athlete. He has the skills to play the position. He just needs more time on task. Um, T.J. Edwards didn't play early in the season, but now that they finally realize that he's a better player than Eric Wilson, he's getting a lot of snaps now, and it's paying off. didn't have his best game. I thought he played much better last week, but still, T.J. Edwards really helps this, this football team, this defense, to be what they are right now. Mike, at what point in this game did you start to feel like it was in the bag? Was it the takeaway scoop and score from Darius Slay? Did you feel it earlier? I mean, because it, it was a really, really dominant performance from the Eagles, and then all of a sudden, you know, the uh, the, the Broncos have the football with a chance to, to to tie the game in the late there in the third quarter. Well, watching this Broncos offense, I really never got the sense that they could take over the game. Early in the second half, when they came out with that first possession, I think they had a 10-play drive or something to that nature. They looked really good then. And to me, that was their most effective possession. And still, I wasn't – I never felt like they could take over the game with their offense. I just didn't. I just – I thought that there are enough things, good things happening on the defensive side in terms of getting pressure, in terms of stopping in the run game, I just never felt like they had a handle on winning this game. I felt like the Eagles took it to them, for the most part, the entire football game. And Merrill Reese all fired up after this one. We've talked to him off and on here about Jalen Hurts. He's been in Hurts' corner the entire time. Hurts really delivering in this game on Sunday as a runner, as a field general, and from the pocket. Here's the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. Merrill, um, how big is this win for the Eagles? I mean, I, I, you know, talking with Mike and you, I mean, it feels pretty complete to me, like, like the best win of the season. You agree? By, by far. By far. I mean, they had a the couple of other impressive wins, but listen, at this point of the season, against a team that just beat the Cowboys last week, and to absolutely take them apart on every side of the ball was very, very big. I thought that Jalen Hurts, was absolutely tremendous. He had a great first half. Really, he made one mistake, an interception in the second half, and really he had the pass rush on him, and it was actually a deflected ball. But Jalen Hurts was amazing. Devontae Smith was everything you want him to be. And the defense, the defense came up huge, limiting Denver to 13 points and stopping them time and time again in critical situations. Merrill, we've seen the, the offense change its, its philosophy. Uh, what does it say to you about the head coach and, and his, his willingness to, you know, to do that? Well, I think, I think Nick wants to do what will win. And I think it takes a while for a team to really show a coach where its strengths are. And this is a team that doesn't have to just run the ball, but they have to at least have a semblance of a balanced offense. And I think they showed that this game. What kind of quarterback play have we seen from Jalen these last few weeks? I think he's outstanding. 
I, I have felt all along, Dave, that he's a very, very talented young quarterback. He has, He's a great athlete. I mean, he can, he can run with the football. But everything that people have been critical of, he has answered. Some have said that he doesn't have a strong enough arm. He's got plenty of arm strength. And the thing that he has improved is his accuracy. In fact, he had probably his best pass of the game dropped by Quez Watkins in the end zone, which was just a ball perfectly thrown to Quez Watkins' hands about 30 yards in the air. So he's, he's everything you want a young quarterback to be. Remember, he is being judged as a second-year quarterback, but it's only his 14th start, and he just keeps getting better and better. Aside from the fact that he appears to have all the intangibles, his teammates like him, he's a leader. As far as I am concerned, I think he should be looked upon as their quarterback of the future. Merrill, the run game has been so dominant. I mean, I don't recall a stretch that has been this thorough in the run game. Can you recall off the top of your head? I mean, I'm sure there have been many times when the Eagles have run it up offensively, but the way they're doing it is so convincing. Uh, how, do you, how do you look at that? Well, and one of the reasons that this, off, that this running game was working so well, and I'm not taking away credit at all from George Howard or Boston Scott, but one of the biggest reasons is the fact that this offensive line is just blocking tremendously. I mean, they, they just open up holes, and you get the quickness of these two backs, and they explode. I mean, don't forget that the most talented back is Miles Sanders, and he's not even in there. Okay, so, Merle, what does this win mean for the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, look, again, I hate to say this, but to really judge it, we have to wait and see if it begets a win next week against the Saints at the league. Doing it, getting a win here and there is not enough. You have to be able to do it consistently. And today they did it on all facets of the game against a good team. These were not the Detroit Lions. These were not the opening game Saints or Falcons. These were not the Carolina Panthers who have been struggling from time to time. Although even Carolina came up with an incredible win today against Arizona. I don't know who's good anymore. Uh, agreed. It just to me, it just it feels like a, I don't know, kind of a signature kind of win, like a really one of those wins you go, okay, now now I get it. Now now I'm feeling like this team is really headed in the right direction. Do you do you feel that that's the kind of win today was? I do. I do feel they're heading in the right direction. But that's those are two really good games from Jalen Hurts. This is obviously his best game as a starting quarterback. This is the best game he's had in the NFL. And I think he can repeat this. I think he's capable of being a really, really good quarterback. This team is doing some very good things. Obviously, talent-wise, they can still be better. I'll give you another guy who played his heart out today, and he's undergone a lot of criticism. But today, he was right in the mix from beginning to end, and that was Fletcher Cox. He made a big difference. He played aggressive, hard-charging defense and was right there forcing Bridgewater a lot of the day. And that will do it for this episode of Eagles Insider Podcast, our instant reaction presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. I want to thank everybody for joining us. I want to thank Peter Kelly, Tyler Lewis, and Ray Doyle for their work on the podcast. Thank all of you for joining in each and every episode. We'll be back on Tuesday, my one-on-one with Nick Sirianni 
the future, and that should be a good conversation to have with him. If you have a moment to give us a five-star review, please do so. We'd love to get them. The link is in the details section of your podcast library. Once again, the Eagles 30, the Denver Broncos 13. What a win for the Eagles. They're fourth of the season. They're fourth on the road. And now they come back with another very winnable game on Sunday against the New Orleans Saints. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly, and go Birds! E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!